big big day today. A lot of people up there on the stage. A little bit of a scene. What uh, what what'd you think about the whole thing? Today? I knew it was going to be that kind of a day. I was ready for it. Uh, I don't know if I was physically ready for it, but I was <laughs> mentally ready for it. Joanna Young, Jacek, and uh, Claudia Gadella, the last day of filming when everything shut down, got into a full blown fist fight, head kicks, nasty fight in the Ultimate Fighter gym. So. I knew that shit was coming with them. Did you catch one in the back today? Did we see that right? I caught one in the back yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Nate Diaz hit me yesterday. Uh, It looked like Claudia may have gotten you today. Oh, did she really? You were just too adrenaline up. You didn't notice? (laughs) I'm numb now. I'm numb after two days of this. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel that one. I felt Nate Diaz's for a few hours. It didn't bother me today, but I felt it for a few hours. Hold on, i got to send something real quick. Let me get a... I know it's going to be weird, but... It's media eating itself. That's cruel. You guys keep blowing me up. I gotta let them know I'm busy. Uh, Given what you just said about about you, I'm busy. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So what's the other question? I was just going to say, given what you just said about Joanna and Claudia, do you think that the seating plan might have been a little bit unwise? Yes, the, having the no seat- one between them. Yeah. So if you notice during the press conference when those two started talking, I turned around. and I'm like, how the fuck did we end up putting those two right. next to each other? Yeah. That's why I had one of our security guys go stand up there in between them. Um, because you notice when they were both showing each other the water bottles, <laughs> Joanna on Jacek hit her with a water bottle, and then that's how the fight started. Wait till you see this season, the Ultimate Fighter with these two. They hate each other. And the stare down in the gym was was even crazy at the end, you know, before the fight happened. How was it happened when everything was all completely done? Like, everything was wrapped? And- Show's over. Show's over. Cameras are put away. No. Cameras are put away. And literally, the fighters had gone. The, the, the sad and scary part was very few people were left in the gym. You know what I mean? Because everybody, the last day of the Ultimate Fighter is almost like the last day of school. Everybody's signing each other's stuff and, and all this other stuff. Sign your yearbooks and then go home and don't see each other. Right. Right. How does something like that... To, uh, to what happened with Vanderlei and Chael back in the day, is it worse than that? The problem with the Vanderlei Chael thing that still bothers me to this day is the gym was full of people. That was in Brazil. That would never happen in the U.S. What happened with Chael and him would never happen in the U.S. Um, this was one of those crazy things where the season had ended and everybody was doing the thing, and you know, I, I just didn't expect that to happen. And they just started chirping, and then yeah, it became. Well, what happened was, I'll tell you what happened. When they did the square off, Joanna said, "I'm gonna," and, Cl- and Claudia goes, "Shut the fuck." up, bitch. She goes, I'm so fucking sick of listening to your mouth. And they started going at it and I pulled them apart. Then when we broke for the show, they were sitting down on the uh, on the benches and I could tell. I, I, You know, in hindsight, everything's 20-20, so I could see Joanna's fucking wheels turning during the thing and she just kept staring at her. Then when the room started to clear out, she hit her with a water bottle and then game on. So you know what I'm saying, like, you know, this week's all about Connor. Possible that Joanna's a better trash talker, better at getting underneath the Joanna, it's not that Joanna is, is, is a trash talker. Joanna, the difference is with Joanna, every time I see her, she's ready to fight. 
Like she's just ready to fight, and, and her and Claudia don't like or respect each other. So it's uh, it's just one of those situations with two badass, nasty fighters who don't like each other. It's, it's, she just needles you too. It's not like she says stuff about you. She just kind of smiles at you and says, "Tell him we're best friends, right?" right. Which kind of pisses you off more. And does this stuff? Yeah, they get on each other's nerves. Uh, you know, you had ten main events up there and co-main as well. But John Jones, Daniel Cormier, got it seemed like the lion's share of all the questions. Were you? Surprised to see that much no. attention, or, or were you expecting that? I knew. I, that's a huge fight. It's a huge fight. The storyline is is unbelievable. Um, and the way that Cormier came out and, and beat that monster, uh, you know, um, Rumble. Rumble Johnson beat just, you know, the way he won against that absolute monster. Uh, it's just this this fight's big. What do you think about John? Everybody's trying to figure it out. Is, is he really straight? Has he really got things right in the head? I mean, he's definitely in the best shape he's ever been in, focused, and everything else. We'll see. When it comes to that fight, I mean, in the promos, his issues are, are front and center. He is. They're not hiding the fact that he has had to suspend them, the fact that he had some pretty major issues. Was that a, a discussion that the UFC had to have in terms of how much they, they put that front and center? Put what front and center, though? John's, John's issues over the last year. John's issues are front and center. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, you know, it is what it is. The story of John Jones, there's no question that John Jones is one of the greatest fighters to ever live. The question is, will John Jones overcome the personal issues? That's that's a big part of the storyline now. I know you'll take on the... Uh, the, the you, you said yesterday that uh, it's hard to deny Connor anything he wants. Obviously, we have to let tomorrow night play out. But if, if the welterweight title really is there, how long do you put the featherweight title on hold? If he, or even if it's lightweight title? I think if he wins impressively tomorrow, he doesn't even go back to 45. That's what I think. Um, that weight cut is horrible for him. He looks terrible. I'm sure he feels terrible. Um, I think he stays at 170 if, if he wins tomorrow. Will you have that conversation? That, we've had no conversation. But will you tomorrow or in no. the days after? If he fights, <laughs> listen. You Connor, know what he wants to do. Well, you with Connor, you don't have fight. to. It's like you don't have to. This guy. Oh, I don't it. mean about going up. I mean about getting rid of the belt. No. He likes the belts. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that would be a non-issue if he wasn't going to go back. And he understands that. It, listen, when you're dealing with Connor McGregor, he's a smart guy. He gets business. He He's not unreasonable about anything, and he will fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. How could anybody have a problem with that, you know? When you're dealing with super talented people, um, they're always going to be quirky and different in their own ways, but when you're, no matter what you are, when you act and fight and, and will step up for anything the way Connor does, you can't deny the kid. How about the punctuality? Is there ever a point where you say, bro, we need you to get here on time? <laughs> the punctuality is an issue. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and I've been talking to him about it. I'm trying to work on that. There's a lot of trash talk uh, at the press conference today, Dana. Do you think that guy saw Connor at the Go Big press conference and said, maybe I can do the same thing and kind of drum some interest in the fight coming up? No, I, I think that it would probably seem that way today, but if you really look at it, Cruz and Faber have hated each other since the beginning. Before they were born, those two didn't like each other, okay? Joanna and Claudia do not like each other, and the Weidman-Rockhold thing has really turned nasty um, after that fight. Rockhold was saying, I will finish him faster. I was sick last time and all this stuff, and Weidman takes serious offense to that, and every one of those today was legit. I asked Roy that if Roy beats Steven Thompson, I mean, most guys don't get third shots at guys that they lost it twice. If he beats Steven Thompson, if he wins one or two, is he one of those guys who's going to be locked out from the third shot at Robbie Lawler? 
don't even know. I mean, that that's, again, one of those things you can't really talk about until a fight happens. And that second fight was so good that maybe so you good. run it back. So good. That's Dana, what, what was it like for you to be there communicating between John Jones and Danny Cormier? You said you're a pussy. He asked if you were going to be a pussy. I mean, right. The audio was so bad, and I'm deaf anyway. It, it, it was, uh, yeah. What did he say? I said, I don't know. What, what, what did you just say? What did he say? It was like, and then we got it fixed there after after that debacle. But uh, that was rough at first. So you've had a day of doing that translation. Yeah. You had touch butt yesterday. Touch butt. It's yeah. been some been some quality work for you though. It was awesome. Days Let me tell you what, boys. I'm sure you see it. I'm sure you feel it. I'm sure you can. Uh, it's trending in your businesses right now. This fight is off the fucking charts. Off the charts. This fight's going to be massive. It's going to be one of the. It might be one of the biggest fights we've ever done. Have you been happy with the way that Diaz has dealt with it all? Diaz has been a stud. Shown up to everything on time, done everything that was asked of him, was a big part of Embedded. It went on the interviews today, um, you know, even the ones he didn't like. Uh, and, and yeah, he's been he's been awesome. I'm, I'm really, uh, I don't want to sound condescending and like a goof and say I'm proud of Nate, but Nate's been awesome. How do you react when you those fight would have done, you think? Two totally different fights, though. You have to understand, there's a segment of people that want to come in and see a Diaz McGregor throwdown, and then there's a segment of the people that want to see Ken Conor McGregor win this title against a guy who destroyed Henderson, destroyed Pettis, destroyed Cerrone. I mean, I think both fights are, are, are as big, but they're di- in different ways. You're going to get a different group of people that want to see the Diaz fight and a different group of people that want to see the other fight. How do you react when McGregor turns around and said, F the belts, I'll have my own belt? What's your reaction? Obviously, you're lead, leading this organization, you know, promoting all the championships. You want the best guys in championship divisions. If you're all the best guys holding the belts. If Connor says, I want to just move around the divisions, fight the best guys at my own belt, how do you react to that as, as, Con- as a promoter? Connor's a unique individual, man. Connor's a unique individual who is different than anybody we've ever seen in the business. That kid makes being a fan of fighting fun. It's fun. When you have somebody that's just, listen, there's times when you have guys that are just unreasonable and just make dumb choices and and don't want to fight anybody or want to fight once or twice a year. What? Why would you have a problem with anything that Connor does? You know what I mean? Who's the last guy that got you as excited the, about Then there's, there's going to be situations like that jackass whom I've never seen in my life who is standing up there, excuse me, Connor, uh, the, the UFC made $600 million last year. What do you think the UFC can do with that? Where the fuck did that guy come from? Who the fuck is that guy? And, 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 and you know how hard it is to me for me to sit there and bite my tongue during an interview when you have a fucking douche that comes out of nowhere like this guy and starts saying dumb shit who just tries to start problems and cause chaos when there is no problems and there is no chaos. It's like the whole fantasy uh, that, that 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 guy created. I, I don't remember his name either that there's a rift between us and Connor and all this other stuff. It's just sometimes when, when you're dealing with media and these guys come in and they just say stupid shit just to, just to stir stuff up or, or get a reaction so that um, your, your website will get hits and things like that. that 
that's why I don't do this anymore. That's why I don't do scrums anymore and why I don't do, you know, and I very rarely, like I go to the press conferences, I don't really, I don't say much. If you ask me a question, I'll answer it. But it's just, it's not like it used to be because of clowns like that guy that showed up. Take a big promotional hat for one second. What's the, the, uh, the biggest fight on that, on that stage, the one that you're most personally looking forward to watching? It's hard not to love Connor and Nate and Holly and, and, and Misha, but I'm also I'm always excited to see Diego Sanchez fight. He's a maniac, you know. Uh, he loves to fight. That's what he was put on this earth to do. Um, I love Volante. You know, uh, Anderson is always fun to watch fight too. Um, you know, there's a lot of good fights.